0: I am joined by Tom Seams, our senior economist, to talk a bit about the economy in the last month. Tom, thanks so much for joining me. Yeah, thank you, Matt. So, just like normal, uh, I'm going to ask you in 30 or seconds or less, what's the big story? But I also want to note that CSBS has its own numbers to share about the big story this quarter. Our CBSI, our, our Community Bank Sentiment Index, came out uh, today. So, can you just share... In 30 seconds or less, what's what's the big story? And maybe a little more time so you can talk about CBSI.
1: Yeah, well, I think the uh, national economy is poised to lift off in a really big way. And to me, that's the big story. Um, first, you have job growth in March. It was way up, adding almost a million new jobs and lowering the unemployment rate to 6.0%. And like you mentioned, our first quarter 2021 um, Community Bank Sentiment Index, also known as the CBSI. Uh, It's going to be released today, and it also indicates good times are ahead. The index climbed 17 points from 98 in the fourth quarter to 115 this quarter, and 100 is considered the neutral level. Last year, uh, we were at – or in 2019 let me say we were in the low 120s last year it dropped to the low 90s and so we've come up uh, quite a bit um, i think vaccinations and business reopenings are providing a needed boost to consumer and business confidence right now and a return to quote unquote normal which might be how things looked back in february of 2020 in uh, across the country and in many states and then i think part of the big story is the funds from the massive stimulus package, um, also known as the American Rescue Plan Act that was signed into law last month, is going to quickly make its way into the economy and so there's going to be a lot of money flowing in at the same time as all this job growth and uh, increased optimism.
0: So, that's a lot of really good things. I typically ask you next, what's the good news from the numbers of the month? But it seems like you've already kind of covered that. Uh, Do you have any other good news that you want to share?
1: Well, I can expand on it a little bit, I think, Um, you know, to get a little more specific, the non-farm payroll employment went up 916,000. Unemployment dropped from 6.2% to 6.0. So, if you just look at it over the first quarter of 2021, jobs increased by 1.6 million workers, and 40% of those jobs or 647,000 were in the leisure and hospitality sector, and that indicates that restaurants and tourism related businesses are beginning to reopen and and rehire. I think another good news number, and I mentioned this also last month, is the Institute for Supply Management, ISM, uh, manufacturing index. It's also known as the Purchasing Managers Index. And it rose from 60.8 in February to 64.7 in March. That's the highest level since the end of um, 1983. So that also indicates good times are ahead. For that reading, anything above 50 is in expansion territory. Anything above 55 is 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 like really strong. And only 13% of the time do we have anything above 60. We're almost at. Um, 65. So within that, they have a production index, and that's at an all-time high of 68.1. 14 of 18 industries reported growth and none reported declines. And just to go back to our index, we we talked to about 200 community bankers this last time, and uh, six of the seven components that make up that index increased. In the future, uh, profitability component is the one that increased the most. It climbed 43 points from 62, which is pretty low, now to 105. So it went from being in the negative contractionary territory, very strongly in it, to being just this side of expansion. So that's good news.
0: So there are green light indicators all over the place, but if I know anything about economists, there's someone out there who's still a pessimist. What are they <laughs> saying about the bad news? What are the pessimists still still saying right now?
1: Absolutely, like I like to say, uh, you know, there's there's always the two handed economists out there, right? On the one hand, this, and on the other hand, that. Um, first, if I stay with the CBSI, let's look at that one component of the seven that declined, right? So regulatory burden, future regulatory burden fell from an all-time low value of 40 last quarter to now a new all-time low of 21. So it dropped by a significant 19 points. That means that 81% of community bankers in our survey expect the regulatory burden to be heavier in the coming months, and there's less than 2% that think it's going to be lighter. So um, they're very concerned about a heavier regulatory hand in the coming months uh, as they work out the difficulties you know, that we've had from the, the current and the past um, um, times. Uh, second item on, on the employment numbers, even though they're great, and we had these great monthly gains, look at it on a, on a kind of a year over year basis or, or even a little bit more. The, the jobs peaked last year in February and we're 8.4 million jobs still away from that peak. So we have a long way to go in job growth to get back to where we were just uh, 13, 14 months ago. And then finally, last week, uh, we actually saw the number of COVID-19 cases increasing in many states. So any kind of fears surrounding the virus you know, have already proven to be harmful to economic activity. So if we have another surge, um, on the horizon. And that's certainly not in the cards necessarily. It's just, you know, there can be uh, little peaks and valleys, but if we do have another surge, that would certainly impact these positive economic numbers that we're starting to see.
0: So we're, we're holding all this positive news, a little bit of concern, and now you're holding both of these in your hands. What do you think is going to come next?
1: Well, I, I, I always hate to you know actually throw out something uh, <laughs> that, that I'm certain of. So let me just say what I hope um, and maybe what I don't hope. So what I hope is that with more vaccinations and um, with that we get greater consumer confidence and then with that we can get herd immunity. Um, if that's right around the corner, then the economy can recover really quickly Uh, if it doesn't have restrictions and lockdowns in place, there can be um, a a really substantial recovery. Now, if that happens, you know, good times can bring on other potential problems like the potential for rising inflation, uh, potential asset bubbles, um, maybe higher interest rates. But with this many unemployed still, with 8.4 million workers fewer than the peak of last year, I think these problems are less likely, at least in the medium term, than they would be uh, otherwise. You know, what I hope does not happen again is another surge in cases and hospitalizations from um, either a new COVID-19 variant uh, or, you know, just just generally uh, another surge. And that then restrictions and lockdowns will again be put in place Uh, if that happens, you know, again, we're going to hammer confidence, we're going to hammer the employment numbers, and that ultimately would restrict economic growth.
0: So primarily, we're concerned about potential inflation, getting the jobs number back to where it needs to be, and as always, COVID-19. So with all of that in mind, how does a regulator translate that to indicators or numbers they should be watching in the coming months?
1: Yeah, well, I think... um, let me get to that in a second, but just again, uh, as a highlight from this quarter's CBSI, our Community Bank Sentiment Index, I think it makes it clear that community bankers are really concerned about heavier regulatory burden in the months ahead. So I think it would be a good idea to start some conversations now with bankers and find out what their concerns are, you know, how the regulators can help partner with them. Um, to maintain a safe and sound financial system. So just kind of starting some conversations around that I think would be um, really fruitful and helpful. As far as the numbers they should watch, I think once again, I think following any kind of asset quality and credit quality metrics are really important, Uh, particularly as this latest round of stimulus dollars starts to flow into communities and that might lead to some potential risky ventures um, that might not be supported by sound financial decision making. So those are things to watch. And then finally, I think I'd just point out um, these are some really interesting high frequency indicators that I'm watching about the overall economy. And I think they're important because they tell us daily, or I guess one of them's weekly uh, what to what, what to look out for. One of them is, the New York Fed puts out a uh, index, it's called the Weekly Economic Index, WEI. Um, and so they update this once a week and it's now showing some really strong gains are in the making and uh, and, and that growth is, is going to really start to take off. Uh, a couple of daily ones that I watch open table, you know, where you can make restaurant reservations. They do a state of the industry report, and every day they show the uh, number of restaurant reservations compared to 2019 numbers. They used to do it on a year-over-year basis, but since 2020 was so low, they're just going back and showing you what it was against 2019. And it's climbing, but it's still showing that we're about 25% short of uh, reservations that were being made in 2019. And finally, the TSA, um, they track uh, travelers going through airports and they report this, I believe, daily as well. And that is climbing, uh, but it's still 38% lower than the 2019 counts. So things are getting stronger. People are starting to travel a little bit more, but, but there's still, you know, 25 to 40 percent of the population that's still kind of like no not not yet and once that starts to go away i think we could we could really see some uh, powerful growth in the economy
0: all right well that's a great summary to close us out this was uh, very helpful thanks so much tom
1: yes you bet thank you